Welcome to Empowered by Beauty. I'm your host, Nicole Dobson, where we talk about everything beauty, mindset, business, and motherhood. What is up, babes? I'm Nicole Dobson, and I am your host for Empowered by Beauty. I am so excited to dive into today's episode. It is going to be a juicy one, so get prepared because we are going to talk about something that has kind of sparked the industry's attention in the last couple of weeks, and I am really excited to dive into that. And then we're also going to talk about mean girls in the industry because I feel like that's something that we don't talk about as estheticians and that we kind of mask behind us um, so that way our careers seem to be more appealing but what goes on in the inside of the beauty industry is some really crazy shit so let's get into it so let's dive in to the mean girl vibes in the industry. I feel like we don't talk about that enough because it is simply just something that we are taught to mask. And I think that just like not a lot of people know that the industry isn't all like rainbows and butterflies. Yes, it's a very awesome industry to be in. But you also, at the end of the day, you really have to have a tough like heart you have to you have to be tough because there is so many mean people out there in the industry and you know you have to have tough skin and I learned that the hard way in this industry and more so recently because of the boom in social media like TikTok, YouTube, Reels, all of that is a huge thing right now and I feel like it gives people an opportunity to have an opinion behind a screen which we never really had before like 10 years ago that wasn't a thing for us so I feel like it is so much um, of a problem now because we all have our own opinions and it is so much easier to say something mean to somebody behind a screen and to me I feel like that is the cowardly thing to do and you know, it's just not a good look for our industry. It doesn't give the beauty industry a good reputation. And I feel like we are not talking about this enough. I've recently been seeing people on TikTok, um, other estheticians, you know, complaining about just how mean people are. You don't have to be mean. You don't have to say rude things to somebody. You can have an opinion and you can be respectful about it. You can state your opinion in a respectful way. Actually, today on my TikTok, I was looking at some of the comments I had on a post that I had done for Pocket Suite, which is a company I work with, and they pay me to do um, advertisements for them on Facebook. And somebody like wrote that they said that my voice was fucking annoying. And, you know, if you don't like my voice, you don't have to listen to it. You don't have to watch my page or anything. You could have scrolled along. There's so many people that where I, you know, I just, I'm like, oh, that person isn't for me. Or, you know, 
that person is annoying. I will never be in their comments though telling them that because that doesn't make you feel good. You know, words do hurt and we're taught when we're younger, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words won't ever hurt me. And that's simply not the truth because this day and age, words do hurt. And I feel like we need to just be more aware of you know, what we're saying to people and how we're saying it, you can give constructive criticism without putting someone down. And, you know, in our industry, I'm in a bunch of Facebook groups for estheticians on TikTok. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Instagram. And some of the comments I read just kind of give me the like cringy vibes (laughs) because Just, you guys are so mean. You guys, like, want to cut each other's throats. And it's just a really sad time for our industry. And there's a few, like, estheticians, like, bigger estheticians that have, like, spoke on this. And it's the SD Bestie, Savannah Boda. Like, recently, those two girls have spoken about the bullying um, because they have been getting some unhinged, like, emails and unhinged comments and messages, specifically the SD Bestie, because if you guys don't know who she is, she is an amazing esthetician. Um, she's located in Florida, and she trademarked the word SD Bestie, and also patented um, our these cryo globes with glitter inside them. And because she did that. Everybody has come unhinged and the meme girl stuff has come out like the stuff that I have seen you guys say to her is just not okay. Um, I wouldn't be caught dead saying that though. She has paved a way for the beauty industry and has gotten like kind of a lot of talk going around about just you know trademarks and ips and a lot of these estheticians that don't understand business they are coming for her they are like down her throat and making up you know lies because they simply don't understand what a trademark is and what a trademark means yes she did trademark a common name or a common phrase that we use in our industry and that is you know SD bestie we call each other SD besties and she did trademark that and I under while I understand the frustration of it because a lot of you were using that as your handle I understand a lot more her side of the story and from her perspective because she built a brand using that name. So when you build a brand using that name or using any name, you want to protect it. That is your baby. That is your asset. That's how you make money. That's how you provide for your families. And you would do anything to protect it. Well, she did the smartest thing you could ever do. And that is trademark the name so no one else could use it. We all want to be exclusive. We all want to be like independent. We don't want to be duplicates of each other and that is why she um trademarked the sd bestie and 
unfortunately it sparked up so many mean girl vibes and just so many girls in her comments like threatening her or like just disregarding the fact that she actually owns it or disregarding the fact that you know all the effort that she put into own it owning it and it's brought out so many mean girl vibes that it's not even funny and I feel like to be able to like you know evolve in our industry we're gonna have to put down our egos and a lot of the mean girl stuff and the judgment stuff comes from like ego and inner child stuff and I feel like we as estheticians should and business owners in general we should be working on growth like wouldn't you want to grow as a person instead of like being negative and mean to somebody like I feel like that is just the thing that makes sense to me but you know to each their own I feel like evolving is um is good for the soul and just being mean and saying unhinged stuff to people is just super rude and disrespectful at the end of the day, you don't know what that person is dealing with behind the doors. Yes, they probably seem tough. They probably seem like, you know, nothing affects them. But behind closed doors, that person could be dealing with, you know, some of the worst times in their lives. And you wouldn't even know. You could say one thing to somebody that is the wrong thing. And it could really affect their lives. And we really need to be careful what we say because, like I said, words really do hurt. And um, it's just not. So I just want to challenge you, you know, estheticians and anyone that's in the beauty industry that's listening to this to just like kind of sit back and take a step back and just kind of think about like the type of energy that you're putting out there into our in- industry and just maybe like be more supportive of others because you never like I said you never know what they're battling against and life is hard on its own we don't need to make life harder for somebody else and now let's dive into talking about how we as brand owners and estheticians and salon owners can do to protect our brands and protect our IPs because that is going to be something in 2024 that we are going to start being knowledgeable about because we small brands, we're not playing anymore. We are protecting our brands at all costs from bigger brands stealing from us. When you build a brand, you spend so much time and effort like building it. I've built multiple brands. Um, I had a CBD beauty skincare business. Um, that was like one of the very first um, brands that I've ever built from the ground up. That was an amazing experience. It helped me get an inside of like what supply and demand is like and what the chain supply is like and how you manufacture goods correctly, how to set up a brand. I even got all the way down to a patent pending 
on a product and um, that is not easy to navigate through. And just from experience, I've learned that, you know, if you are going to have a good idea and you think it's unique and you don't want someone to mimic the exact idea that you have and it's original and you can prove it's original, you need to protect it at all costs because there will be people that will like dupe you or try to, you know, take credit for something that you created. And um, I specifically see this happen with bigger brands ripping off smaller brands. And we see it all the time. And, you know, profiting off millions off a small brand's idea. And so for us owners to protect that from happening, we have to take action into our business to protect it. And what I mean by like protecting your IP, that means um, trademarking stuff. So if you have your brand name and you want to make sure that nobody else uses it, having an LLC is not enough. Um, Having an LLC doesn't give you brand protection. It gives you asset protection against your personal assets. So it separates your personal life and your personal assets and your business assets. So if you were to be sued or your business was to be sued, it would protect your personal assets, like your home and stuff like that. So only the business would be affected by that, essentially. Um, Now, trademarking something is completely different. So trademarking something means that you have ownership over your brand's name. So, you know, like Empowered by Beauty, we are going to be trademarking this very soon. So that way we know that Nobody else could use um, Empowered by Beauty in a business. And it simply means that the brand has complete ownership over everything that has to do with the name um, that they are trademarking or the logo they're trademarking or the phrase they are trademarking in their brand. So no other brands could use it for profit. Now... With the SD Besties situation, um, she trademarked a common phrase that people use. So because she trademarked SD Bestie, that doesn't mean that I, you know, that she's going to sue every single person that refers to their esthetician friends as SD Bestie or that she's going to sue anyone that simply says the phrase SD Bestie. That is not how a trademark works. A trademark works in which if you were to go take the word SD Bestie that is trademarked and put it on a product, a viable product that is registered under her trademark name. So basically when you go and trademark something, you have all of these different categories that you could trademark the phrase or logo or brand into. And so if her trade, say her trademark included retail. So if you went and made a shirt that says SD Bestie on it and went and sold that, you would be infringing on her trademark or 
I think I'm pretty sure her trademark includes um, skincare products. So if you were to make a skincare product that said SC Bestie on it and sold that to people, you would be infringing on her trademark. Um, so if you were to take something that was trademarked and make it your own brand and use that brand's name and everything on your website and sold stuff, made merch or whatever, you're infringing on their trademark. So it gives you brand protection when you do that. When you go and trademark your hard work that you, you know, worked around the clock to build, um, and you go and trademark that, that secures your brand. So that means that no one else can use it. And why wouldn't you do that? Why is that such a bad thing for brands to do? And I feel like the only people that are getting mad about um, people trademarking things is because they're the ones that are infringing on that brand's trademark. You literally cannot, um, you cannot do that because brands will go and sue you. Now, also, when you do trademark something, you have to be specific. So I definitely recommend like getting a lawyer and having them help you file your trademark so you can file it in the correct categories. Because if you don't, you could be trickling on like thin water because you might not have protected your brand fully. So anytime you like trademark, definitely use a lawyer. Um, part of protecting your brand too is doing copyrights. So if you create like digital products or if you create like graphics for your Instagram, make sure that you're looking at how to copyright it just in case someone steals your pictures and tries to make them your own. This happens all the time in the beauty industry. Um, you see people stealing each other's pictures and trying to say that they created it or pretending somebody else's like lash work is theirs or whatever. And um, at the end of the day, we all want to protect our brands. So I highly recommend in 2024, we all focus on brand protection in doing that. Um, and doing that is just going to help your business grow. It actually makes your business more profitable. So if you were ever to sell your brand in the future, you have a trademark that you can sell along with it. You have brand protection. Um, it also helps you scale your business. So um, if you are making products um, along with your brand, uh, trademarked makes your the value of your brand just go up more because it is trademarked and protected. Um, you can even license your products if you have a trademark. Um, you can license that out for other brands to use and you get money off of it. It's called royalty and that's usually like passive income, easy income. Um, so those are the reasons why we trademark stuff and patent stuff and patents are really hard to get, um, can take several years and like thousands of dollars. But if you ever patent something, you have like liquid gold in your hand pretty much because, um, you know, people, companies will want to license you, your products and you can make money from that. And um, I just feel like this whole controversy about trademarks and stuff just needs to be squashed because trademarking something isn't a bad thing. And if you are worried about 
someone trademarking something, it's simply because you are infringing on their trademark. And that's just business. It doesn't have to be personal. It's just business. You can trademark something too. Um, you can trademark your brand easily. Um, and, you know, it's just a thing that we have to take into consideration that if you're serious about your business, you are serious about growth, we got to protect it uh, at all costs. Also, here's another thing we got to take in consideration is when you're building a brand, I really encourage everybody to go on the USPTO website um, and do a trademark search. Make sure that the name you chose for your business or logo you chose for your business or phrase isn't already trademarked. So that way you don't have to worry about the headache later on if you are not even knowingly infringing on someone's trademark. Um, that literally helps you and protects you from being sued later on because how devastating would it be to build a whole brand and not do your research about maybe if somebody else has that name for your brand and has it trademarked and owns the rights to it and then you know a year down the line they discover you and they send you a cease and desist or they literally shut you down entirely and shut your social media down, your websites down and all of that because that's a huge thing and that's a huge issue and it's a common issue that happens and I see it every day and I am just 110% encouraging everyone who wants to build a brand. That's the first thing you should be doing is doing your research is if the name you chose for your brand is even available and make sure it's not trademarked. Now, if it's is not trademarked, then I highly suggest that when you do build your brand that you do do that. And um, that's just something that's going to protect you and your assets down the line. Um, because I feel like in 2024, instead of treating our businesses like hobbies, we got to treat them like big businesses. Like you, a lot of estheticians and like beauty professionals think that, you know, because they have a small business that they cannot go trademark stuff. They can't go patent stuff, but at the end of the day, you totally can. And it's not just the big, big, big business moves. It's also small business moves. And, um, if you are not making over 25, I think it's like 25 million a year, you are considered a small business still. So keep that in mind because, um, we small businesses need to protect ourselves and it's, you know, I'm really glad that the industry is going this way and sparking these conversations up because it is something that I am so passionate about and, I love helping other professionals like figure out branding and figuring out how to run their business and, you know, how to scale their businesses. It's all about, I'm all about that. And if this advice helps you, please let me know and leave some feedback for me because I would love to hear like your intake on that um, and what you think about trademarks and patents and you know, what's your intake on that? Because 
um, everybody thinks different, but I hope that this segment really kind of opens your guys' eyes up to what what's going to be popular <laughs> coming 2024. Um, as we go get into later in the year, I'm pretty sure you're going to see like a lot of us more beauty brands taking our brands even like 10 times more seriously and trademarking our stuff because we're tired of being ripped off. I created a product like a couple of years ago. It was a CBD spray tan additive. I want to say it was like seven years ago. Right when CBD was going mainstream and um, I was a spray tan artist and I was like, you know what? What if we put CBD into a spray tan treatment um, because CBD is amazing for your skin. I mean, I'm going to have to leave that for like a whole nother episode because I could talk all day about why CBD is good for your skin. But I had a good idea and I made the biggest mistake of my life um, while I was in the middle of patent pending it. I was patent pending pretty much and I had taken on a business partner, um, more like a marketing agent. She was going to help me, um, distribute my canatan and additives and distribute, um, kind of just find like people that maybe want to invest or, you know, people that want to white label it or private label it, which is a whole nother discussion on that as well. But she was, trying to find ways to help us grow and unfortunately she leaked it a little bit too soon to a bigger brand and I feel like small brands make this mistake they think a big brand is going to help them scale it when really you go tell a big brand your ideas they're going to steal it from right underneath you and that's literally what happened she was asking this brand how um you know, kind of pitching them to them about our product and seeing if they wanted to work with us or private label or white label. And instead of working with us, they stole the idea, manufactured thousands of it and made millions off of it, even when it was patent pending. And I was told that um, even though I have the product patent pending, um, I was going to have to have probably a lot of money more than what I could even afford to help fight it and it's going to take years and fighting a brand that big is really scary when you don't have the funding so I let it go completely and one of the biggest mistakes in business I've ever made um, but I could look back on it as a learning lesson because now I know if I invent something that is unique and, you know, never seen before on the market to patent it before I even release it or tell anyone about it because um, that is a real thing that happens to us and I am taking that as a learning lesson, but that is another reason why I'm so passionate about protecting your brand and your products.
so I hope all of this information is helpful to you guys. I am launching my solo esthetician um, beginners ebook soon, and I am almost done working on it. It's got a lot of like a lot of this information in it. It also has templates for you to build your own. Um, business plan so the template is awesome it's in detail and it's gonna literally help you set you up for success and set you up to have big business goals just because we're small businesses doesn't mean we can't have big business goals for our business and having a actual solid business plan that you follow um, really helps you do that and um it has just pretty much all the legal stuff in there and how to pick a treatment room, how to pick a building, how to set up an LLC, how to apply for your license, um, how to apply for your facility license. Um, it has so much information that beginner estheticians that want to go solo, that don't want to work for somebody else. Um would need to set everything up and I made sure to include everything in it that I had to learn the hard way along the way because I didn't have a guide I just was winging it and um, by winging it I've made plenty of mistakes I am not a perfect person not a perfect business owner but who is and I've learned so much throughout my journey of Being a business owner, even having employees, having a storefront, having multiple salons now to being a at-home solo esthetician again. And I have so much knowledge to share with you all that I am just so excited to be starting to put this into my ebook. And um, so if you guys want to get into that, um, stay tuned subscribe to the podcast i will be posting the links to the stand store to purchase the ebooks soon and um as soon as we're done with it so i hope that this helps a beginner esthetician or anyone that you know feels the same way and i hope that we together as estheticians and in the beauty industry can stick to stick together to make this industry better and just more cheerful and more pleasant to be in and I hope that we can all learn to treat each other with respect and how we would want to be treated and just know that the world is big enough there's enough clients to go around for everybody we don't have to fight each other for clients or compete with each other and we can all be respectful and um, help each other out in our journey to um, being an esthetician and business owners and I feel like that um, if we help each other out that it just gives you good karma in your business and um, it makes you feel good I know that when I help another esthetician out it literally makes me so happy that they felt comfortable to come to me for advice so with that said stay tuned next monday for our next episode i cannot wait and i will see you later